Welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes. As always, I'm your host, Jacques Massey, and today we're going to be talking about goals and how you don't need them. Yep, you heard that right. You don't need goals. And today I'm going to be talking about why you don't need goals and what you can actually replace goals with so you see more results in everyday life. So if that topic interests you, then keep listening. And as always, feel free to comment, give us a five-star rating, leave a review, or share this podcast with someone you think might need it. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously, I couldn't be doing this without all of you. And I really, truly appreciate that you take the time out of your day to listen to these podcasts. And I truly, truly hope that they give you the value that you seek from Bold statement, I know. But you really don't need goals. Yep, you did hear correct. You don't need to have goals in order to be successful. You only really need one goal. What is important is the structures you create for yourself, the foundations which allow you to build a life. Before we decipher what these structures are, I think we need to understand why goals often hold us back from the success we truly desire. We need to first understand expectations. First, I'm going to start by reading you a quote from Stephen Hawking. My expectations were reduced to zero at the age of 21. Everything since then has been a bonus. At 21, Stephen Hawking was diagnosed with an aggressive form of motor neuron disease, ALS, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. I hope I said that right. Being told you have two years to live drastically alters your expectations of life and others. Without expectations, Hawking was able to declutter his mind and focus 100% of his energy on the things that gave him purpose and fulfillment. By eliminating expectations, he eliminated, dis eliminated disappointment from his life. Without the expectation of disappointment, fear ceases to exist. Without fear, Hawking was free to pursue his work. 55 years later, Hawking passed away. He managed to live 53 years longer than anyone expected, including himself. With his only expectation being death, every year death was a very real possibility. Hawking harnessed this one expectation, maintained a growth mindset, and focused completely on what gave him purpose. I'm certain I don't have to explain his accomplishments to you, do I? Let's just say Hawking is a fucking badass who revolutionized physics and the world as we see it through science. Let's forget about potential and purpose altogether and focus on the ridiculous notion of expectation. How is it fair to expect anything from anyone else? What are you expecting anything? Why are you expecting anything in the first place? Live according to your principles and allow everyone else to live by theirs. My thoughts on expectations are simple. Don't have any. Expectation is the love child of ambition and the fixed mindset. A weird analogy, I know. But I think it kind of fits. Think about every time you have had high expectations of a specific outcome, only to be disappointed when your expectations are not met. How did you feel? Shit, right? 
The problem with having expectations is not only how they make you feel when they are not met. Aligning your ambitions with certain expectations ties your hard work, drive and happiness to one fleeting moment or a material goal. So, even if you meet all your expectations, even if you exceed those expectations, how long does your satisfaction last? More importantly, what desire do you have to stay purposeful, ambitious and motivated once your expectations are met? How do you allow yourself to feel when your expectations are not met? Do you have the motivation to continue on? Or is it easier to give up and focus on fulfilling a different expectation? Expectations are dangerous, and unfortunately we are raised to believe that expectations are necessary. If we are to achieve our dreams. When was the last time you took time to write a goal that was focused around something materialistic? Or based around a specific expectation? Goals seem to be the magic bullet when it comes to being successful. I disagree. To me, goals breed expectation, and expectation drags us into the fixed mindset and further away from the real goal. Happiness. But Jacques, my whole life I have been convinced that goals are important. How can you possibly argue that having goals is a bad thing? What we tend to label as goals I like to refer to as markers. Why? Because for me, the only real goal is to live a happy life. My version of a happy life is different to yours, but our happiness is not dictated by reaching or surpassing expectations. Sure, when you reach a net worth of a million dollars, you feel a sense of accomplishment. How long does that last? If there is no greater purpose than to simply be a millionaire, that feeling drifts away within a day, maybe two. Now what? Well, it's back onto that hedonic treadmill again. You sit down, write out a new set of goals and start working toward them. The expectation, well, what you will, that you will be happy. So what is the only real goal here? Yeah, happiness. <laughs> it's so simple. Your only goal is to be happy, right? That's what you want. Tell me if I'm wrong, please correct me. Unfortunately, most people go their whole lives without realizing what they're actually working towards. Stuck in an endless hedonic loop. You have the opportunity to break free of this loop. The question is, do you want to? A chance to live a life flooded with happiness. Is that your goal? To be happy? Well, I want to suggest you eliminate goals. Instead, you focus on creating principles which will guide your, your life in a happy trajectory. Let's dive into principles, systems, and the markers that guide you through the turbulent river of life. On to principles and systems. So let's assume that you agree with me, that the only goal that matters to you is to be happy. So how do you achieve that goal? This goal is nothing like the goals you learned about in school. Happiness is not something to achieve once, only to move on to the next target. This goal is something you want to achieve and maintain for the rest of your life. At least, I assume you do. This goal needs to be achieved seven days a week, constantly at the forefront of every action you take. Easy, right? <laughs> Wrong. This is a fucking hard goal to achieve, let alone maintain. You will need to unlearn your material-driven ideas about goals. 
be committed to the long-term solution, and be prepared to work hard. As with any of my articles, and any of my podcasts, there is no instant solution. Are you ready to work? Ah, fuck that shit. That sounds way too hard. Does it? Is your happiness not worth the effort? If living a happy life is not worth your effort, then what is? Really? If you are ready to commit to a happy life, let's begin by laying out your principles. Purpose is a bit of a hot word nowadays. With information so readily available, it is almost impossible to escape the internet's barrage of suggestions. Let me go out on a controversial limb here. Firstly, you don't have to listen to other people's success stories, especially if it makes you feel inadequate. Honestly, if anything I say on this podcast makes you feel inadequate or makes you feel sad or depressed, stop listening. Secondly, you don't need to drop everything in your life in order to discover your purpose. Purpose is not some mystical unicorn found only through an epic quest. You are not Frodo, no matter how short you are. There is more than one ring, and while we are at it, Gandalf, I shall pass, thank you very much. Focus less on purpose. In fact, don't focus on purpose at all. Start building systems in your life which allow you to live by your personal principles. But Jacques, what are principles and how do I discover my own? Let me answer this backwards. I can't tell you how to discover your personal principles. I can give you some suggestions which have worked for me. But in the end, your principles are personal they will come naturally to you over time. Remember, happiness differs for all of us. So the principles you choose to live your life upon naturally are going to differ between person to person. To make a start, jot down some fundamental principles, the rules of life that come to you without much thought. Honesty and health are two such examples. You can build upon these fundamentals with a little help from your role models. I found some characters I admired, people like Tony Robbins, Ray Dalio, Jay Shetty, Michelle Obama, and Jacinda Ardern, to name a few. Then I copied some of their principles. As time passed, I inevitably, inevitably, (laughs) wow, that word was hard for me, encountered failure. This became an opportunity to fill in the gaps. What principles could I create to avoid making the same mistakes twice? As to what principles are, they are a set of rules and regulations that you choose to live your life by. But they are like gospel. No one thing is going to drop down from the heavens and smite you from for sorry. No one is going to drop down from the heavens and smite you for defying your principles. That's your job. So it is important to believe deeply in your principles. They should be a reflection of who you are at the core. Who are you on your best days? Are you kind, caring, honest, healthy, and motivated? Who is the best possible version of you? Now, don't sit there and give me that bullshit about not being able to amount to anything. Fucking dream. You're more than you could ever imagine. So go crazy. Who is the greatest version of you? What principles does that person live by? Well, what are you waiting for? Start writing them down. Once you have your fundamental principles written down, remember, you will continue to add principles, so don't stress out about having enough. 
It is time to implement systems which will allow you to live by your principles. Systems allow good habits to thrive if you build them around your principles. Let's dive into an example. Let's say one of your principles is focused around being organized. Now, what systems could you implement in order to live by that principle? Easy, right? At a fundamental level, it would start with storage and labeling. T-shirts in this drawer, pants in this drawer, coats on this rack, and dirty duds in the laundry basket. Systems could then be implemented to organize your workflow. Google Calendar, time blocking, smartwatches, phone notifications, file storage, email folders, and dedicated planning days. Princi principles reflect the best version of you. They are what lies at your core, the rules you choose to live by. Systems are the enablers. They allow you to form positive habits and live practically by your personal set of principles. Don't I need to have a purpose before I do any of this? A funny thing happens when you focus on the practicality of principles and systems. Instead of getting stuck on one single purpose or feeling lost after accomplishing yet another meaningless goal, you begin to develop the very thing you were searching for in the first place. Purpose, meaning, happiness. They come naturally when you live by your principles. The systems you build don't just create good habits, they give you meaning every time you open your eyes to begin a new day. Purpose will be the byproduct, and just like the happiness butterfly, it'll gently sit upon your shoulder. Fuck goals, build principles. <laughs> what about goals? Look, goals do have their place in your life, but I would suggest you think of them more as markers guiding you through the journey of life. They are not a destination. If you reach a goal, you will not suddenly become enlightened. Rather, let your principles guide your journey, building systems which in turn create amazing habits, allowing you to live a good life based upon those principles. You are alive. You have a chance to really figure out how you want to live your life. Don't squander that time achieving meaningless goals in the pursuit of some obscure purpose you don't truly believe in. Set markers, what I like to refer to as goals, which allow you to assess the performance of your systems. And don't worry about having a perfectly defined purpose. Allow your principles to guide you toward your purpose while you focus on the only goal that really matters, your happiness. These are three tips that worked for me, and I want to offer them to you in the hope that they'll give you some value. So here are three tips to get you started. First of all, have zero expectations. You already know my point of view. Don't even bother with expectations. They just lead to procrastination, anger, misery, and general sadness. Consider every time you have had an expectation met. It's great, right? You're super happy for all of 24 hours, maybe less. Now consider the opposite. Your expectations are not met. How does that make you feel? Shit, right? Yet the negative feelings last way longer. This is a flaw in our brains. It comes from our days as hunter-gatherers when seeking out danger was essential for survival. Negative bias is a remnant of our prehistoric brands, and it ain't going away anytime soon. How does it work? Well, our brains seek out problems, lingering on them and ignoring all the positives. By having expectations, you are just throwing wood on the fire. Live by your principles and stick to your systems. Everything else is out of your control, so don't get caught in the expectations trap. Instead, be grateful for what you already have. 
Secondly, learn to love the process. Here's how goals trap you. If your goal is to achieve anything but lasting happiness, you're going to be disappointed. Let's jump into an example for this one. Your goal is to become a partner at the law firm you just began interning at. Great aspirations. That's what your parents keep telling you, both lawyers themselves. But you hate your job. So you convince yourself that once you become a named partner and tick over to a tiny million dollar salary, life will be good. You will be happy. What happens to the next 10 years of your life? Is this goal worth sacrificing 10 years of happiness? What does this example say to you? To me, it highlights the importance of falling in love with the process. If you are going to work towards something, why not enjoy it? Sure, you will experience moments of frustration, sadness, or even anger. This is part of being human. But ask yourself, are you pumped to go to bed each night so you can wake up and work on the things you love? If not, why are you doing it? The process is all we have. The only destination of this journey is death. Doesn't it make sense to love the journey then? Thirdly, go all in on your principles. They define your character. They define who you are. Your principles are the most important thing to you. These are a reflection of your core, the real you, the person you want the world to see, the person you want to see. They are not something to take lightly. If you write down a principle, you live by that principle. And if for some reason you mess up, you hold yourself accountable. Principles will guide you through life. You wouldn't put <laughs> you wouldn't put Google Maps on mute while being directed on a road trip, would you? <laughs> that would be kind of defeating the purpose. So, why would you hide your principles behind excuses? Go 100% all in on your principles, because they are you. Your character is dictated by these guiding rules. One thing that helped me was to, to make them totally inescapable. I literally put them everywhere. When I wake up, I see them. When I check my phone, I see them. When I sit down to work, I see them. And when I fall asleep, I can't help but dream about them. Okay, that's a bit far. I mainly dream about Harry Potter. I know, weird. I'm gonna leave you with this quote by Woodrow Wilson. If you lose your wealth, you lose nothing. If you lose your health, you lose something. If you lose your character, you lose everything. Thanks again for listening to this podcast, guys, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode of Couple of Lattes. Uh -huh.